Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to five reasons why company culture is the key to success. We've talked about values. We've talked about offering feedback all the time. We've talked about accountability and trust. And now I want to talk about team unity. We are nothing without our team. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how how hard of a worker you are. We are nothing without our team. Employees who like their manager and their coworkers stay longer. That's it. End of story. Henry S. Miller, who is a management expert, he defined employee engagement as this. It's a desired outcome that occurs when workers feel heightened mental and emotional connection to their jobs, to their managers, to their coworkers, and to their organization and its mission vision values like we discussed. So employee engagement in a company's culture is one of the critical factors that keep people in their current role while also working to achieve, guess what, the bottom line. This is why team unity is so important. When people are having a hard day and they're about to walk out the door, they can turn to their manager, they can turn to their coworker, They could possibly vent and then it could turn it back around and say, you know what? I like this company. I like my team. I like my manager. I'm going to stick it out for another day. I'm going to go in tomorrow and I'm going to talk to my manager about my issues. They could only do that though if you're having feedback conversations with them all the time and if they trust you. When employees are engaged, it means that they are emotionally attached to their organization which means they're also willing to put in the extra time, the energy, and the resources to meet their organization's goals. According to a Gallup study, employees who are engaged and thriving are 59% less likely to look for a job with a different company in the next 12 months. Gallup also states that people are unengaged but stay anyway. And so that's a 5 to 10% productivity loss, a potential 7% loss in sales for the company, and a 4% loss in customer satisfaction. You may not think that's an, a lot, but if you add it to each individual employee, it adds up. We want to retain awesome employees, right, who have high morale, highly engaged. These awesome employees affect customer service, productivity, and your brand. So even if you have low turnover, that's not always a clue that you have great culture. It could be you're the only organization in the area that this this person can work for because of their skills. You haven't fired them yet because you're not holding them accountable or giving them any feedback. Uh, Potentially you have great benefits, maybe not great pay or vice versa, and they'd rather stick it out and be miserable and do the bare minimum of their job rather than leave and find a new job. And it's going to be okay with them because they haven't been told otherwise that they are unengaged or ineffective. When employees are connected to their company culture, and it's a positive company culture, employee productivity increases by 20 to 25%. 
And this was a study done by Inc. 54% of employees said that strong sense of community. So, you know, they're awesome coworkers who celebrate my milestones together. They have a common mission, vision, and values. They said that strong sense of community kept them at the company that was in their best interest longer. That's a study from Gusto. It's clear through all these studies, and I can go on and on with studies, but it's clear that sales, customer service, and productivity are directly related to employee retention as well as recognition. So this is why we need to make sure your team has unity. How do you keep your employees engaged? And how do you keep them liking being on your team? You need to give them a purpose by connecting and driving the entire team to your vision, mission, and purpose. And your vision, mission, and purpose has to align with the overall organizations. This isn't new. You've heard this before. But so many companies just forget to do this or they simply choose to not make it a priority. We need to engage them, make them feel that they are a part of an awesome team and that they belong and that mistakes are going to be forgiven and we're going to learn from them. And then we need to prepare them for success of the next level, empower them to succeed, and remember, get out of their way. This is easier said than done. It does require a lot of training, a lot of development, which let's face it, no one has time for. And in most cases, nobody has the budget for. Well, I'm telling you right now, if you cannot train and develop them, then at a minimum, you need to be providing your employees with regular feedback and one-on-one coaching. I'm also here to tell you, if you're not willing to train and develop employees, they're not going to be in your organizational long haul. They're going to be there long enough to get the experience so that they can get a job somewhere else. And if you're okay with that's okay. A lot of companies are training grounds for other companies. But why wouldn't you want to keep them longer by offering training and development? And it is expensive. It is not cheap. Remember that your employees are whole human beings with life and responsibilities outside of work. Now more than ever, I think we've realized this. It's always been that way. Even the folks that are single without any kids, they still have a life and responsibilities outside of work. We cannot be forcing or mandating people to work long hours, weird hours, and interrupting with their life. The old way used to be, you'll do as I say, and these are the hours you're going to work. Now, in the year 2022, people aren't standing for that anymore. They want to spend time with their family and their friends. You need to learn in this sense of team unity to be flexible and be kind, yet be consistent with how you treat every employee because consistency is going to, first of all, build trust, but second of all, it is going to keep you out of court for any kind of discrimination claims. The great news is all of this, the flexibility, the kindness, it's free. It's just (laughs) time-consuming. So gone are the days where we get to promote the technical expert into a manager role. Uh, You need to have two different types of um, career paths, technical and then, you know, lead, supervisor, management. Not everybody wants to be a manager. Now, I don't blame them one bit. 
everyone involved becomes frustrated when we promote the wrong person because they may not actually enjoy being a manager and we prefer to go back to the technical expert role. However, when you do promote a technical expert into management, uh, management of people, not management of things, and they decide, yeah, this isn't for me, I find that they usually walk out the door because they might be embarrassed instead of going back to take their old position back. And there also may be financial implications there too that they don't want to go back to. Today, the world requires that somebody in a managerial role, they need to be properly trained and developed on how to manage and lead other human beings, not just manage and lead, lead you know, technical projects. It's very time-consuming to do the training, and it's very time-consuming to be a manager. But when you put the right person in a managerial role, you save a lot of money in the end. How? You'll have reduced turnover, uh, hopefully with the right manager, increased engagement, which leads to improved customer service, improved sales, and improved overall productivity. And you will promote a positive company culture. You can have a technical expert be an awesome manager. Just don't assume that they want to be a manager of people. Regardless of who you have in a managerial position, whether they've had experience or they're new into it, it's important to note and stress that team unity is very important and it's directly connected to the bottom line. Before I go any further, note that not every person desires recognition. So if you're doing employee recognition programs, you need to make sure that you're not embarrassing people by doing employee recognition, you know, a big to do. Get to know your individuals, your individual employees on a case by case basis and a one on one basis. How are you going to do that? Go back to what we talked about earlier. You're going to be talking to them all the time and you're going to understand their personality. If you are going to create some type of employee recognition program so that you do continue to give feedback and kudos and let everybody know they're doing a great job and build team unity, I advise that make sure it's not just within your department, that it's consistent across the entire organization. But if you don't have one, maybe your department can just be a test pilot to start it out and get everybody excited about it. SurveyMonkey partnered with Bonusly to find out how recognition and retention are related. And it's, it's very important to know that recognition is very important to workers. In this survey, it said that 82% of workers consider recognition as, part, as an important part of their happiness at work. So their satisfaction with their job. 68% of those surveyed think that public recognition has at least some impact on their ability to get a raise or promotion. Again, be careful on that, though. Not everybody wants the big fanfare. You could do something rather quickly, but publicly. Same survey, 63% of employees who are recognized are very unlikely to look for a new job. Just make sure it's sincere. People will know when you're blowing smoke. Make sure it's sincere. 32% of those people that were asked in this survey think that recognition is a great way to improve their interaction with their colleagues, just so they get to know their teammates better. 
Here are some simple employee recognition ideas that you can start today, and some of them don't require uh, any budget. Some do. You can do, again, thank you. Thank you is completely free, and it fits every budget. But you do have to be sincere, and you do have to be specific. If you're running around telling everybody, thank you, you're great, they're going to know you're full of it. A handwritten thank you, an email. If you have some fancy form, that would be great. Um, make sure you trickle that down so that it's not just managers or directors that can do that, but let supervisors and leaders do it. And when you get to start building a better culture, then employees can do it for each other as well. If you're doing a company meeting, even if it's on a project, you can do a shout out to everybody. Remember, the public recognition is great. Um, for some personalities, though, you may want to get through it very quick because they may turn five shades of red. Gift cards. Everybody likes gifts, right? Everybody likes cash. But you could do gift cards um, anywhere for 10 to 50 bucks, and then you could have people hand them out depending on um, what your budget is. And you may want to put some very specific rules of when they when you hand them out. You might want to talk to your accounting department because that may be considered taxable income as well. I've had clients that have like this really um, old trophy that they got in a thrift shop or whatever it might be, and they pass it around. The employees pass it around like, oh, you got the customer service award today. You get to have this for the day because you got the most difficult um, customer and you made it through it. And then you talk about it and you laugh, but you let you do some lesson learned. There could even be a photo wall if you're working in person or even on Zoom where there's pictures of employees and it says awesome employees work here. So there's a lot of things that you can do for fairly cheap. Of course, cash is king, but when people get cash, the more you get cash, the more you expect it and the less of a, a impact that it does have. So be more, um, you know, recognizing that the verbal word is also just as important. Make it possible and easy for coworkers to give kudos and or uh, official awards. That's going to build team unity. And, you know, you want to make sure um, that, you know, regarding supervisor kudos, you would be surprised what leadership can uncover by the recognition given or not given by supervisors. So if somebody in HR or maybe in your team is tracking like who gets the kudos and, and what supervisors give it to who, you could uncover some discriminatory practices or just some opportunity for training and development in your organization or in your department. So how do you get started with building this team unity? Again, I would um, 100% start with simple recognition ideas, getting to know each other, uh, maybe a simple email or a document that anybody could sit, re recogni submit recognition um, information to, and make sure that it's very specific so that uh, we can figure out what it, who is it from and who is it to, and make sure we rule out any type of favor as a favoritism as well. Why bother with doing all this? Listen, engaged employees are productive employees who not only stay with your organization longer, but they're also more effective and productive than non-engaged employees who don't leave. <laughs> Above all, engaged, productive, satisfied employees who like their team are going to be much more likely to recommend their friends to come work for, the, for them. This is a win-win for retention and attraction. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. 
we hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.